Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 13th to the 19th of June, 2022. Monday the 13th of June. A heron flies in a straight line in morning skies, grey and graceful, no fuss and a calmness that conjures a gentle soul. Great tits appear at the feeder more regularly, sharply dressed with bold black heads and ties. A goldfinch takes an early morning drink from one of the bowls on the lawn, bubbling chat the whole time, a squeak, then off to join the others. Deep brown compost is warm and soft as we pot on food growing in the greenhouse. There is a delight in seeing those things placed with love and hope into earth, now growing and giving promise of edible return. Robin stays close by, keeping an eye and coming in behind for tasty treats as old, gone-over wildflowers are cleared. A greater spotted woodpecker flies over with its strange cool and sturdy barrel shape. Giant black corvids circle together over a field, an unusual grouping of crows, often more solitary, but here, with kin, they are a formidable sight. Swifts flash their boomerang flight across the sky, darting and wheeling in such an iconic shape. House martins fly lower and turn tricks closer to home. Tuesday the 14th of June. There is a hum to the early morning sunshine air and a drone of bees, a waking up before 9am and you can feel the heat already. A breeze sways the tips of ribwort plantain and long grasses. The day turns incredibly hot and windy. Wild sweet peas crash against oxide daisies, against thistles, against toad flax, a meld and swirl of wildflower. The spectre of a buzzard circles high, tiny from distance more a silhouette against blue and white. Sun glints off the underbellies of house martins, flashes of white on quick zipping and turning bodies. Clusters of flowers are moments away from opening on the cotoneaster tree. Hoverflies and bees investigate the closed buds. It will soon be time, and they seem to know it. A cuckoo calls in the far distance double notes being brought on the wind. There is a constant susurration and sigh from rippled leaves all around, a whispering of green. A leaf hangs from a tree with two perfectly cut round holes in it. The sky shows through as two big blue eyes. A tiny black feather stands upright out of the lawn. The sharp end of the shaft is stuck into the earth holding it upright like a festival flag. By evening, the sky is combed and teased white. Iridescence. Two rainbow clouds sit to the west. A slip and swirl of colours on the horizon.
Wednesday the 15th of June. It is hot, very, and the small breeze that blows is most welcome. The air is filled with tiny money spiders that float on gossamer threads, taking them where the wind blows. They alight in trees and on clothing alike, landing not at will, but only where they are taken. A painted lady sits bright on white dutzia flowers, drinking and warming wings in the heat. Long droplets of green and golden brown hang in a line on pendulous sedge. The grasses are tall and range from closely packed and green to the most dainty and delicate purple sprays. Blackbirds steal the cherries at the smallest signs of reddening. Discarded stones begin to litter the ground under the tree. A green finch flies into the plum tree, eyes me warily, then retreats back to the larger trees, drawling his screech in safety. Bramble is flowering. The delicate petals of soft white and pink that hints of the fruits to come are a contrast to the fearsome, sharp stems on which they sit. I fill my pockets with strawberries which tempt, and only some of them make it the short distance back to the house. They are, perhaps, the taste of summer. There is an enormous swell of sound under the cotoniaster, which is filled with the buzz of insects. Blackbird sings, and in the distance, the donkey brays. At a quarter past eight in the evening, sat at the bottom of the garden on one of the old green benches, I see, in golden light coming through glowing leaves, a male bullfinch sitting and preening. Thursday the 16th of June. Hot and windy again. Preemptive watering of beds takes place in the cooler hours of early morning or later in the evening for revival. Even the air smells warm. Grass is dry and beginning to brown and scratch underfoot. Earth becomes dust and packed rock hard. Delicate trumpets of pink and white adorn bindweed, which sneaks from underground, creeping long tendrils beneath before heading upwards to ensnare any and all it can cling on to. Squash and courgette flowers herald their arrival with their huge, deep yellow petals that lure in many tiny black shining pollen beetles. The plants climb by twining tendrils, thin curls of green with a strength that belies their size. The world becomes hazy and soft-filtered. Only bees and butterflies seem to be out and moving. Birds stay away during the heat of the day. They emanate soft murmurings from deep within cooler, sheltered places. Friday the 17th of June. 6.30am and you can already feel the heat behind a haze. It is hot. We reach 32 degrees Celsius. A wind blows, but it is more than warm itself. Grazing bales bask in tightly packed cylinders in baking pale gold fields. Rolled into huge reels, they populate the field with bearing. Bright, deep yellow suns of St John's Wort climb out of the cracks of an old wall and peek over the top. 
the cotoneaster tree is alive and humming with thousands of insects. They fill the canopy with busy bodies and noise as they move between clusters of tiny flowers. There is an almost tangible thickness to the heat. At 7.30pm, the sky is still bright blue. Birds call from tree lines, not many venture out of the shade for long. The striking vision of a magpie crosses the blue in black and white, tail arranged into the iconic wedge shape and it holds something large in its beak. An enormous gull, white under, dark grey on top, flies over rooftops. It is a huge and definite body in the sky. The heat is tiring and the gentle sounds of birdsong soporific. Goldfinches burble, blackbirds trill fluting melodies. A small wasp worries about the greenhouse until it finds the open door. Greengage fruits have appeared, small and hard for now, but the sweet promise of what's to come is there. A male blackbird startles both himself and me, launching off the fence and low across my path. Robin stays close by. I watch for a long time as a goldfinch squeals away while pecking fastidiously at leaves on the plum tree. When he leaves, I go over to see what the feast was. Blackfly. A perfect reminder that everything has its place and should be allowed its standing in the world. To get rid of the blackfly is to deny the goldfinch its happy eating and squeaks of delight. Saturday the 18th of June. Early morning provides a moment of manageable temperature. Still, it is already warm and heavy and close and pollen is lying thick. The sun for a moment sits behind a gauzy haze of cloud. Squash and courgette plants display their fantastical large yellow flowers. Beneath the dutzia, it looks as if there has been a mini snowstorm. Tiny petals of white have fallen. Bees are busy in the salvias. One is a large, fully black bumble, a small, furry cannonball, pinwheeling about the red and white flowers. The temperature cools over the day, and by late afternoon, a light rain sets in. It is most welcome, as grass has been turning patchy and yellow and scrunching underfoot. You can feel the world relax and breathe again. Magpie sees me looking out of the window and suspiciously walks in an over-nonchalant manner away down the garden. The blue sheen in black feathers speaks of luxury. A pair of red-legged partridge come to the feeder, bedraggled and wary, standing stock still whenever I pass a window. There is thunder by night. Whip cracks of lightning, close and lighting up the whole world to false daylight. Rain crashes in tidal waves. An enormous storm rages into the night and early hours. Sunday the 19th of June. There is a tired and weary feeling to the world today. After first a day of intense and unbelievable heat and then the next day a temperature drop and an almighty storm that raged for hours, all energy is spent. There is a cathedral-like sound to the birds singing in the early, empty, fresh morning. 
Mrs. Blackbird sits in the cherry tree picking off the fruits. On spying me, she gobbles one down, plucks another and flies away. Mr. Blackbird comes in to do the same. Jackdaws squeak on the rooftop coming in and out of the chimney. A brood of young starlings are in with harried parents, playfully squabbling and jostling each other at the feeder. One starling, with an incredibly dark head, which they wear puffed up punk style, chases all the other birds away, one by one. Highly territorial and aggressive, it doesn't even feed, just chases off each and every bird that comes in. Fields of wheat are half green, half gold. They move together in waves, soft and flowing over the land. Late afternoon, blanket light grey cloud fills the skies. As tiny patters of rain begin to fall, first a red kite, then a heron, fly home. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.